welcome to Rescue Replay. My name is Kala and I'm your host. We're on episode seven, one of my favorite numbers, the number of magic and numerology, and I was also born on the seventh day. Might be a little biased here, but that's okay. Uh, last episode, we talked a lot about anger being an emotional marker and how to talk to your anger and how to let it be there and just allow it to evolve and to just keep talking to it. I also mentioned that, yeah, I'll probably be reflecting on this myself. And over the last two days, I've been driving from Vancouver, BC, up north in the northern part of the pro- province, about 14 hours north, just for a work contract. I'll be back in Vancouver next week. Um, but on my drive, it, I started asking those questions for myself. I'm like, oh, let's just do a little perception check here. Like it's been a little bit since I've asked this and I've noticed some irritability and some kind of pent up uh, saucy feelings the last little bit. And I was able to get quite a surprising answer and, and you know, I was, I, I like to say that I'm pretty self-aware and the answers that I was getting were definitely ones that I did not expect or I did not see coming. So I thought that was really interesting and just wanted to share that with you to encourage you to do the same with that, with whatever it is that you're experiencing. You know, and it, maybe it could be like envy or jealousy. You could even talk to that as well. Just ask the same kind of questions and you'll get an, an answer very rapidly. For sure. For sure. I wanted to talk about failure today. What failure means and what success means and how I think we can start shifting our mindset in order to make it less daunting and less unattainable and more sizable and more realistic. One way that we can do that, that we can mitigate the difference between failure and success is changing our habits, changing our mindset. I like how Denzel Washington says it. I'm also a big Denzel Washington fan, but I like how he says it. He says, you fall down seven times, you get up eight. It's so simple in its principle Yet it's such a big idea that we refrain from allowing ourselves to stay in that state. And what I mean by that is going out and doing new things is difficult as an adult. It's difficult as a human being. My one friend, she's got a one-year-old and she was just telling me the other day how she's glad that when she first had her baby that she forced herself to go out and do new things like they go to the library they go to the pool they go to this um jump start thing she's got mom's groups and stuff so she's going out and doing new things quite often and i even noticed on my drive here i stopped in new towns and you know you're walking around and in some of these small towns and these small remote communities you really stick out like a sore thumb so it can be a little intimidating but going out and doing new things is is difficult, but at least you go out to do them, you know, or if we're thinking about Denzel Washington's, you fall down seven times, you get up eight, at least you did enough to fall down to begin with, you know, and people think, oh, well, I'm too busy to try this, I'm too, I'm too poor to try this, I don't know what I want to do, well, just do something. 
you know, and my, another one of my favorites from Jordan Peterson, he says, your life is going to go by no matter what it is that you do. The time of your life is ticking and it's, it never stops ticking. So you might as well make something of yourself. You might as well do something to the best of your possible ability, to the most of your possible ability. Like, why not? What else have you got to lose? So you're just going to sit there and think, oh, no, I'm not going to try, but I'm going to let my life pass me by. Uh, there's another saying I really like. The The price of following your, your dreams is too much, some say, but what about the price of regret? You know, when we think about rescuing and if we put failure into rescue, there is no failure in rescue. There is no failure. We'll perform in a rescue and during our debrief, we will break down every second of that rescue and we will analyze it. And if there was a fatality, it's amplified beyond that, especially if it comes down to facility access or safety equipment accessibility or emergency response often things don't really change unless it was a, a huge major and we have to recalibrate our procedures but for the most part everything usually stays pretty similar in our rules of rescue what i say to my candidates is if you're gonna fail something just fucking fail it just fail it just fail it because if you failed something, it means that you made a decision to get yourself there. Making a decision is half the battle. Making a call, calling the shots, and that's a huge battle in a rescue because everything is amplified. If we lived like that in our everyday life where we just made decisions based on what we knew at the time to the best of our ability, it's gonna keep getting easier and easier and then we'll start getting smarter with our decision making and we'll start seeing critical thinking and we'll start developing forethought because hindsight is a lot easier to attain than forethought but we can't attain forethought until we get comfortable experiencing new things making decisions to put us in those new situations so that we can critically think about how next time we might not make the same decision or we might make a different decision based on other information that we might get. So I say, if you're, if you're going to fail something, just fucking fail it, make a decision, go for it wholeheartedly and don't look back. Just keep going forward. There's on the other side of failure, there's success. And what I think is really hard with social media and the internet and success is it's, giving us a false sense of what success is. Does money equal success? Well, okay, we could we could go down that path. We could dis dissect that a little bit. Have you ever read the book Has the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari? It's a great book. It's called by Robin Swarma. Swarma. What he finds this character in this book, he's a corporate lawyer and he's sick, he's tired, he's exhausted, he's missing his kids' life he decides to change everything and change when he does that he realizes it's the small things that really make a big difference in your quality of life it's not necessarily how much money you have or the material things that you attain with having all that money it's the mundane it's the everyday and again 
my favorite, Jordan Peterson, he says this too. He says, your life is not made up of the times that you're in Jamaica or in Mexico. Those are one-offs. But your life is made up of like, I don't know, how you greet your partner every day. It's like, that's like 10 minutes a day at least. If we started focusing on these tiny moments in life that are so precious, those big things would come to you. And they say an attitude of gratitude and all of the famous actors and such, they say, if you work hard and if you're grateful, you will get there. It's if you're grateful for where your life is right now, as it stands, ignorant as you are, as educated as you are, as aware as you are, as blind as you are, life would be way more enjoyable when you just accept everything as it is, as it comes and you welcome it, life is much more enjoyable. It's much easier, much easier. We get in our heads and we think like, oh, if I'm not making this amount of money, if I'm not doing this, this, and this, then I feel like I'm not doing enough. And then we go into this deep despair and it is a spiral downwards, or it can be. Sometimes we need to be down there. Sometimes we need to dwell in our failures a little bit. You know, there is something to be said about hitting rock bottom. And Mike Tyson says this. He's like, man, you really, you got to be, you got to get there. You got to get to rock bottom. He's like, because you got to figure out how to get yourself out of it. You know, and we think about our life experiences and what rock bottom looks like to other people and to everyone. And yeah, you got to get there. You got to hit rock bottom because in those moments where you feel like you just cannot keep continuing and you do that is how you gain confidence and that is how you gain self-esteem there is this one TikTok, and he's an australian guy i think he had quite a uh, an intense accent and a nose ring and a mustache and he's like you want to know what a real fucking flex is a real fucking flex is when you're so fucking low that you pull yourself out of it and you get yourself on a forward momentum and you you keep going and you're happy with yourself like that's a real fucking flex it's that shared struggle again when we can become one with our struggle and we can share our experiences we create deeper connections so in our failures we have the opportunity to create deeper connections with other people or even just with ourselves, whatever. These are all things that will help us feel more grounded and more confident in ourselves and more willing to keep going on. It all starts with the decision to go, the decision to start that business, the decision to make that call, the decision to go out even when you're tired, to work out even when you're tired, to do new things, even when you feel like you don't have the capacity. The more we practice it, the more it becomes habit. There's a great book that I read. Well, I listened to it. It was an audio book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And what he outlines in this book is habit building in a way different perspective than has ever been explained before. The small incremental habits, the being 1% better than you were yesterday type of building structure instead of going all in and doing the whole like New Year's resolution kind of mentality. It's a really great book. Highly recommend it. It's a great way to figure out how to start implementing small things into your life to start pushing forward big changes. 
On the opposite side of failure, we have success. We know this. Here's a skill testing question or a thought provoking question. Is the reason why you haven't started something or followed your dreams to some capacity, I'm sure you can think of something in your mind right now where it's like, I've always wanted to do this or try this. What is it that's stopping you? Are you more afraid of your success or are you more afraid of your failure? I think it's interesting to think about both of these separately. Yeah, it's a scary thing to failure, but I would say for me, and I can think of, I I will tell you with this podcast, for me, I'm more afraid of my success. When I think about this podcast, when I was planning this podcast, I have so many ideas on how to monetize and automate and this and that and whatever that will be coming down the the pipeline for sure. I'm continuously working on it incrementally. But when I think about the potential that this all has of where I want to take it and where I want to go from with it, the from the inner depths of my core and how I want that to shine through this podcast and into these communities, it's like, whoa, it's harmonious. And the, the idea of unity and community and connection that fuel this idea, it's just like, it's wow. It's almost indescribable. And now as I'm on this plane, in the reality of it, there's all of these challenges, but I fully 100% believe I am capable and have the ability to get to those massive big places that I'm dreaming of in my mind and in my heart and in my core. However, to get there, I have to go through all of these hoops and I got to do, you got to do the dance. It's the dance of life. How much fun is it to experience these little moments, these little nuances that give you all these little reassurances? The, a good example is the other day I prayed and I said, if you could just give me a sign that something beautiful was going to happen today. And within the next two steps, I looked down and there was a dime right in front of my foot. And now we know when you see a penny, pick it up. And now all day you'll have good luck. Pennies are kind of done now. So pennies are a little less common, but I've noticed a lot of dimes and dimes is the number 10, which is the number one. If you add one to N zero, which is the start of everything, it's the beginning. And the, the folklore is, is that if you come across a dime, your angels are are there with you. I'm very superstitious about little things like that uh, because I feel like, why not? If that's, if finding a dime gives me the confidence and the reassurance that I needed in that moment to feel good about where I'm at in my life and to get that confirmation, who, why would, why would I not allow that for myself? Some people are just like, overlook these little minuscule things where I feel like I look at them with these big eyes and this big heart and it's like, okay, yeah, like, that's great. I, I got that message. Thank you. And continue on, you know, I wanted to share with you a clip from a movie. It's called Coach Carter and it's talking all about failure and success. I, if you've seen the movie, you can probably know the scene that I'm talking about. I will 
cut it in here in just a second. I'm not going to tell you anything about the, the movie. I don't really like movies very much. The movies that I do really like are sports movies, I find, because they always have the most inspirational stories. A lot of them are based on true events to some degree. And I mean, true based on true events, like how true is the movie to the actual event, I will never know. But it's a great story. And I think these are movies that hold valuable lessons in them. And so Coach Carter, I had never seen it the other night and I watched it. And this young man, he comes from an unfortunate background and he doesn't want to do the hard work. So he gives up, he quits. And then he realizes that the hard work is way better than the alternative. It's way better to work hard on yourself than to be in the gang life or on the streets or unaware or in whatever situation you can imagine. Also in the movie, Coach Carter, he encourages that in order to be on the team, you have to have a grade point average. And the boys, of course, don't like this because they would rather play basketball than do school. And he says, well, that's unacceptable. We're professionals. And I say that to my lifeguards a lot. Is I say, you're aquatic professionals. You can present yourself however you want, but if you know that there's consequences to your actions and to how you hold yourself. And if you want to be taken seriously in this world, then you better pull up your socks and do the right thing. So these boys, there is this whole thing about playing this game. And the coach said the game is canceled until the boys get their grades up. And the whole community went crazy. And they said, no, you got to let the boys play. Like it's better than them being on the streets. So he finally caves or the school district caves. But then the team shows up in the gym with all their desks and they said we decided that you are right and the hard work is necessary so leave us alone and let us finish our schoolwork here and the one boy that is really has struggled quite a bit and been back and forth a little bit stands up and he admits this life lesson that he had learned through his struggle so i'll cut that in right now Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. Wow, that speech is a hard hitting speech. I love how he says, how he indicates when we make ourselves small, we're doing a massive disservice to the world. Because if we make ourselves small, that means others around us will make themselves small. That's not uplifting. That's not encouraging each other. We make ourselves big. We live in our light and we are our awkward selves or our most beautiful selves, authentic self. And then we can encourage others to be that way. What I also love about this movie is it shows the impact that you can have on someone else. For me in my position, I've been an instructor a long time with swimming lessons, with first aid, with lifeguarding. And I have some really beautiful stories with all of my 
teaching experience and the impact that you can make on someone is unmeasurable. And we have to stop thinking that that impact can only be made if we're doctors, lawyers, teachers, this, that, whatever. Sometimes just smiling at the cashier in the grocery store and asking them how their day was is impactful enough. Having a moment with another human being in a connected passing is impactful. Thanks for joining us today. Really enjoyed our seventh episode together. I appreciate your support and your presence. I hope to see you again next Friday at 10 a.m. for a new episode drop. This is Rescue Replay, out.